What's up, Red Rocks Austin? It's Doug. I'm here on my back porch. This is one of my favorite places in the world to spend time with Jesus. And I wanted to welcome you to day one of Re60, this 60-day journey that we are so excited about because starting today, Starting today, you are no longer just a churchgoer. All of us collectively as one big happy family, we are Jesus followers together. And because of that, the ceiling is now off for the life transformation that is possible over the next two months. And we say life change, we throw that phrase around a lot in the church. And I really hope the fact that it gets overused doesn't take away from how life-changing Re60 actually could be because this is not you going to church one hour a week every single Sunday or watching church online on the TV in your living room. This is following Jesus daily and on purpose in your everyday life and you're watching this for a reason. This is not a coincidence, and why not you, and why not now? You know God has more for you than probably what you're currently experiencing in your faith, and this is an opportunity to step into it with everything that you got, and we wanna help you do that on this journey. We've got a 60-day, Bible reading outline through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We've got worship playlists. We've got, we've got some days of fasting and teachings coming your way. We've got community. We've got ideas. We've got everything that you need. And so stick with us. You will not regret this 60-day journey of seeing your, your faith restored, your life refreshed, as we as a family remain with God. And so for me, it was 2009 when I personally went from a churchgoer to a Jesus follower. And it was, it was while I was studying abroad in Sydney, Australia. And I know I tell so many stories from my time in Sydney, but it's because that season was life-changing. There's that phrase again. It was life-changing for me because that's when I really started following Jesus. And don't worry, I'm not going to play you a Bondi Rescue video right now, I promise. I'm telling you a different story about how I was a runner in Sydney. I ran every day, specifically around sunset, because I'm a Christian, and I would run to the beach, to these cliffs that overlook the ocean, and it was in that spot that I learned how to spend time with Jesus. It was in that spot that my, my faith got restored daily and my life got refreshed. And um, I, I remember, being so sad my final run in Sydney because I knew that I would be leaving the very next day until I realized that I don't need a specific spot to escape to to get these hits of life to the full every day, away from all the, the chaos and exhaustion of my life. I'll, I'll kind of phrase it this way. I think a lot of us are exhausted and stressed out in life. And a lot of us think the answer is like a vacation for a week or an afternoon at the spa. Like I need to get away from my normal life so I can escape and get these little hits of life. But what if the invitation of God is something so much more than that? What if, what if you don't need a spot to escape to? What if it's not one hour in church or a podcast or a mission trip that you have to escape to in order to experience this life to the full? What if it's more of cultivating an atmosphere of the fullness of life 
everywhere that you go. You're gonna see even in these Re60 graphics. We tried to get creative. We got these little colorful circles in the air um, around the people in the photos and we tried to show this vitality and this fullness of life that's available to be cultivated in your life that you don't need to escape to. It can become a part of your daily life through spiritual disciplines. And so we wanna flip the script right away for this whole um, escape, to, escape to a spot for a hit of Jesus mentality. And rather than that, we're gonna cultivate it in our, in our daily life every day through our, through our disciplines. And by the way, I, I have to say this right up front because I also wanna flip the script on this idea of spiritual disciplines because a lot of time, I mean, you know, if you've ever done like P90X or Insanity, it's like you've got 90 days and it's all about the disciplines, disciplines, disciplines. Or maybe you've done the Daniel fast where it's 21 days and it's all about the fasting and the discipline as if the spiritual disciplines is the end game. Church, it's not the end game. The end game is the fullness and wholeness that you feel with God. The more that you know is out there that you were made for. The fruit of the Spirit, this joy, this peace, this vitality, this kindness, this patience that you were made to experience. Church, that's why we do this. And spiritual disciplines, stuff, stuff like worship and community and, and getting alone in scripture and prayer and, all, and fasting and all of this stuff is simply avenues to get us there. But man, the real win, what keeps you coming back is when you start to experience this fullness of life. And I am telling you, it is not a carrot on a stick that Jesus sets up for us, hoping that we're gonna continue to chase him as if just being disciplined is the end game of a Christian. Church, it's what is cultivated from the disciplines. These little tastes of the fullness of life where you realize it's actually possible for me to live in that all the time. Because after all, this is not about going to church. It's about following Jesus. And I wanna read to you Matthew 5:19. This has been really big for me recently. And this is Jesus. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commandments and teaches others accordingly will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever, and here's the key word, whoever practices and teaches these commands, whoever does what I say, observes my commands, puts them into practice, will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus was actually never looking for churchgoers. He was looking for disciples. The word Christian is actually only mentioned three times in the entire New Testament. And it's, it's, it's like being made fun of in those three times. It's never in a good context. But the word disciple is mentioned 268 times. This is the invitation of Jesus. Be with me, become like me, and then go and do what I would do if I were you. This word disciple implies everything about my life is following Jesus. He is the focal point every single day and from that fullness of life follows. There's another story in John chapter five where this paralyzed man was stuck um, aside the, the pool of Bethesda. 
which was this pool that they said, if you can get into this pool when the water gets stirred up, it would heal you. And so he laid on his mat next to this pool for 38 years, all right? So almost four decades and got used to it, got used to his life. And then Jesus showed up and, uh, and looks at this man and says, do you wanna get well? And the first thing I think of is, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Well, Jesus, you just pulled off another miracle, the world's first dumb question. Like church, what's the obvious answer to that? Do you wanna get well? Well, yeah, absolutely. Sir, 38 years, do you want to get better? I believe he's asking a lot of us that question right now. In this COVID-19 season, this pandemic season, where it's so hard for so many of us in so many ways, that has caused our souls to maybe not be that healthy right now due, due to a lack of putting these spiritual disciplines into practice, Jesus shows up and says, do you want your soul to get better? And before you answer the obvious, well, yeah, duh, Jesus, notice he didn't say to this man, hey, do you want your circumstance to change? He said, do you want you to change? Not, do you want this pandemic season to change? We all do. But that's not what Jesus is asking. Do you want you to change? Because right now in a, in a pandemic with job loss and financial stress and the world is crazy and people are nuts and I feel like I'm, I'm taking one step forward and two steps back and I'm exhausted. There's every excuse in the book right now to just kind of stay in this woe is me COVID state of mind where I'm just waiting for my circumstance to change and the doors to my church to open again so I can be a churchgoer once again. And Jesus is showing up and saying, you have every excuse in the book and they are good excuses so much so like your reasons are almost too good to not want your soul to get better. So really, really think and pray thoughtfully and honestly about that question. Are you up for this? Because I promise you, you will get out of these 60 days what you put into these 60 days. And if you want the more that is out there for you, this fullness of life, if you want your soul to get better, church, I'm telling you, it is so possible, but nobody accidentally stumbles into a healthy soul. That's not a thing. That happens when you on purpose, daily, follow Jesus with everything you got. And so we're flipping the script on day one. The end game, the goal is not the spiritual disciplines. You guys, it's what they lead to. These feelings, this wholeness, this fullness that you know is there that you should be experiencing more of. It's there. And when you see that that's the end game, then disciplines become your means to get it and cultivate it in your life. Like those circles cultivating an atmosphere of God's wholeness around me in everything I do. And we're also flipping the script on this idea that I need to escape to church one day or to a mission trip or to my spot up on the cliffs overlooking the ocean. Nothing against spots. I'm sitting in mine right now. I'm a spot guy. We all have our spots. But Jesus is with you everywhere. He's with you everywhere. And this is about dragging that into my here and now. So there's, I don't need to escape from anything. 
because I am so cozy and comfy in my own soul, in my own reality, pandemic or no pandemic. This is not circumstantial. Everywhere you go, there you are. So let's work on our souls and say yes to this invitation that Jesus is extending that echoes throughout history, not to be a convert to Christianity and not to go to church one hour a week, but to follow him with every part of our lives. And so stick with us. You will not regret giving yourself fully to a 60-day journey through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, where you get serious about worship, you get serious about community, you get serious about taking a day to rest and Sabbath, you get serious about fasting one meal at least every single week and replacing it with more God. You get serious about being a disciple and a follower of Jesus and watch how you feel. I almost, I almost wish you could take a before and after picture of your soul and take the before pick right now so you could take the after pick 60 days from now. Give yourself to this. I promise you, you will not regret it. You know me, I, I preach from my weaknesses every single sermon. I self-degrade myself in every story I tell. You know, not all, but you know pretty much, like most of my struggles and weaknesses. So hear my heart. I don't mean for this to sound braggy, but this has been a very, very difficult season for me in a lot of ways, more than just a pandemic. Yet at the same time, and I mean this, my soul has never been more on fire for Jesus. I feel so spiritually fit right now. And I can, I can speak on behalf of my entire staff we are not wanting to lead you to a place we've never been. If I, could, if I could just brag on my staff for a little bit, they know how to follow Jesus. If the church doors are open or if they're closed, just because the doors are closed doesn't mean the church is. We follow Jesus even in 2020. Um, and our passion and our goal is just to to show you around a, a territory and a frontier that we are very familiar with. And there's more of him for all of us to experience. And so really wrestle with that question. It's not a this or that, it's a spectrum. Churchgoer, Jesus follower. Where am I, honestly? Because if you feel stuck and dry in your faith, like it's an off season and you're on the bench, it might be because you are closer to just a churchgoer. And zero condemnation, I, I just, I wanna ask for your permission on behalf of me and Ethan and Ryan and Emily and Sam, let us kinda be like football coaches for you over the next 60 days and motivate you and push you to follow Jesus. This is where the gold is. This is where the magic happens. This is where you cultivate that atmosphere of this fullness of life that is waiting for you right here and right now. Not one day, but two days.